Hey everybody, thanks for joining me today on this Thursday evening. I just want to say to all my supporters and listeners out there, just give you a shout out. Thank you. We are growing a little bit quicker than I expected. You know, I'm starting to see the growth in the listeners and just want to say thanks to all you guys supporting me along the journey of the show. And I hope and will continue to produce great content for you guys. And just want to say thanks again for tuning in today. Now today, I just want to preview a little bit about um, liabilities versus assets. I'm going to talk about what a liability is, what's an asset, and also give you examples and how to acquire these things. We'll be back after um, a message from one of my sponsors. Thank you. All right, we're back. So, a liability essentially is money or something owed. Essentially, a liability, it gives no benefit. Something that's always coming out of your pocket. Great examples of this would be mortgage, rent, car, credit card, You know, different things like this. So, many, myself included, we get into this mindset of, oh, I got to have the newest thing out. I got to have this. I got to stay up with the Jones. I got to be keeping up with the Joneses. I got to get the new PlayStation. You know, things like that. So, when it comes to liability, you have to be careful what you spend your money on. Getting a brand new car can have a great feeling, especially especially if you bought the car yourself. But you got to do maintenance on the car. Something happens to it. You got to pay for it. New tires. You know, with a car, you just never know. It's, it's, it's so unpredictable when it comes to a car. You don't know what can go wrong. It can happen at any time. That's why you have to have money put aside for that expense because it's really an unexpected expense and if something happens then you're screwed and then you have to use either credit card to pay for it or you have to borrow money from somebody so a car is a liability it can although help you you know get to your job get to point a to point b but you have to think more big picture here car is a liability now talking about a mortgage or having a house let's just say you even own the house it's still a liability now you may be thinking well how so well this money is coming out of your pocket every month it's creating no value for you at all you're instead making the bank or if you're renting the homeowner richer so the bank they go and they charge you these interest, high interest rates on the house. Oh, you can pay it off within 25, 30 years. But all it does is it makes them richer. They're getting off like a fat cat, essentially. And they're benefiting. Now, you only benefit if you pay the whole house off. And you benefit because you can keep the house and it can appreciate in value. That's how a house can be an asset. But most of the time, 
you're not paying off a 30-year mortgage. Most people don't try to get a house until they're in their 30s anyway, maybe even later than not. Some people might not even want a house. They think renting is the way. Now, I'm not bashing renting out a house or renting an apartment is a bad thing, especially if you're just getting started. This stuff takes time. Everyone would agree with that. But you got to start thinking more big picture. you got to start thinking about, well, how can I acquire generational wealth? How can I acquire wealth for the next generation? They don't have to go through the same struggles that I did. And when you think that way, then you start thinking, okay, well, maybe I need to cut back on this in order to get this in the bigger picture five, ten years from now. So I know you're supposed to live in the moment. You're supposed to think about right now. But those des- the decisions you make right now, they influence your future. So when thinking about the liability of, of renting mortgage or buying a house but owning a mortgage you got to think bigger picture here what is your goal is your goal to have it as an asset or is your goal to continue as liability because liability is not going to benefit you in any way at all so in order to acquire and make things an asset an asset essentially is it brings you value it's something you own it's something you can get money from. And you're thinking, okay, how do I acquire assets? Well, there's a multitude of ways. One, you can create your own business. There's so many platforms now where you can have basically your own business and get paid for it. Let's talk about a few. One, it could be Instagram. You see many models go, model different brands, and they sponsor them, and they get big money. And they have, you know, 100,000 followers. That's a business. They're making money. That's an asset, essentially. You're getting, you're bringing in value. You yourself is bringing value to the company. And, you, and, and as a result, you're making money. Another great one, YouTube. Now, this is one I think is great because you're creating your own content, essentially. YouTube is very, very open to whatever you create. Very rarely do they try to censor or block something that you're trying to promote or something that you want to put out there. Very rarely. Has to be something like, you know, off the wall. So YouTube is good just starting out. And theirs works as in their Google AdSense where you get a thousand subscribers over like four thousand views, then you can start getting your videos monetized. Now, it takes time. You have to get more views, and they have algorithms and different things like that. But just starting out, it's a great platform to use if you want to kind of create a business. It can be comedy. You can be talking about investing. You can be talking about the everyday struggles in your life. I mean, talk about vlogs, sports, all kind of things. And it's so big that if you just have the consistency, you market your product of whatever content you're trying to produce that can become an asset. And really, with that, what's so great about that, you don't have to work for anybody anymore. Of course, just starting out, it's not like that. I mean, it takes time. You have to put some time into it. But what I've seen from the journeys of certain, like, you know, comedians or different people on YouTube is that everyone had a journey. One journey I I remember seeing a guy, he 
worked at Little Seizures. And then um, he moved out to Arizona with his girlfriend. His girlfriend dumped him. He came back. He had nothing. Then he lived with his brother. His brother was doing all kind of stuff. And then he ended up getting robbed and lost all his stuff again. And then he started doing YouTube. And then just seeing his journey from where he started at to where he is now. Now he's a, he's a multimillionaire and doing the YouTube business. So not everybody's story is the same. Everyone has a, their own unique story. But from that, what I took from that is that we all have a journey. And I feel like we all are going to have a moment in time when it's our time. And you have to capitalize on that. Now, that's easier said than done. But when opportunity presents itself, you have to be ready to, ready to capitalize and make your move. So... That's why I think YouTube, really, if you want to, if you have a a goal, you have a mission, you have a vision, YouTube is a great way to create an asset. Another great one would be music. Now, this one is, is a lot easier said than done as well. Because this one, well, nowadays, I mean... You can more market your product more on social media. Before, you kind of had to like give out cassette tapes or CDs out, certain producers, and hope to get on, hope people will like your stuff. So, I mean, it's a little bit easier, but I mean, still, you know, music industry isn't easy, easy to get into. But when it comes to music, you can get royalties from it. You produce a song and get a certain amount of streams. You're able to get it on Spotify or Apple or SoundCloud. Those royalties from those streams keep coming in. So you can think about that as it being an asset. It's creating value for you. You no longer is doing the song, but the song, it gets views. People like it. They share it. You're creating that asset, creating revenue. You're creating money in your bank account. Another great way of doing it. Now, my personal favorite, talk about another one, is stocks. And the stock market. I mean, last year was just great. I mean, 2019 was probably like one of the best years in a long time. You know, we've been on the longest bull run in like 10 to 11 years. It's crazy. I mean, it has this constant went up. Last year, it created so much wealth for so many individuals. It was just a great year for the stock market. Now, this year, you know, it's a little bumpy, bumpy, a little topsy-turvy. And that's only because, you know, the U.S. and Iran tensions... You know, going on with that, that affects the global market. And then it's also election year. Typically election year, stock market tends to be kind of more volatile. So you may be asking, okay, let's say I want to stock I want to invest in the stock market. I don't really know anything. Another great way, that's why I mentioned YouTube earlier. You can always watch so many YouTubers talking about investing, what to put your money into. And if you don't believe them, you can just use that as a start. You know, watch the videos and then just have your own selective interpretation of what you think is important. And then from there, just get books. Reading is essential. Reading is a great thing. Read certain books on it and you'll, you'll be amazed by the knowledge that you gain from it and how it can really affect your life. And for me, like, from my personal experience, investing has been great. Like, I'm still starting out. I think I started at, like, 19 or 20 you know I just put my check I just put like $20 back each check and then I have like a few different accounts I just put it into just put $20 back and right now I'm just letting it build letting it build letting it build letting it build 
certain stuff I'm invested in, like Nike. And then, like I said, I invest in um, exchange-traded funds that kind of mirror the stock market and stuff like that. And my best advice when it comes to investing in the stock market would be to put it in, you know, ETFs because it's, it's a broader diversification of the market. You don't have to worry about really doing anything. You're basically like indexing the market. It puts like the most, the S&P 500 is like the 500 most um, Fortune 500 companies is in that. So basically you invest in all that. And then you get a dividend from it, which is great. And dividend is just a payment you get from investing in that. So if you're just starting out, look up exchange-traded funds. Try to look up the lower expense ratios. You know, things that like 0.08 or 0.05. Things that if you make money from it, let's say you make 1000 you're going to take $8. You don't want nothing that's going to take too much from what you put into. And I've, I've seen capital gains from it. I'm up over like 200, 300 bucks. Then you may be like, okay, that's that's not a lot of money, like 200 bucks, whatever. But the key here is that you start young, start early with investing, and you create the asset. And then with the asset, all those individual stocks that you have, you can get into Apple, Microsoft, you can sell those and get the capital gains and the dividend payments that you were getting. All that into one, and then you have that money. Now, of course... It gets taxed, but it's at a better rate. It's like 10 or 15%. And there, you're generating a wealth asset. You're generating wealth through the stock market. You know, on average, the, the S&P 500, or even you want to do NASDAQ, on average, it yields at least 6 7%. Now, you tell me, what other, what other thing can you invest in right now? Let's say newest shoes, newest Jordans, or um, going to the club, or... Get a new car. Tell me something that's getting you 7% back annually on your money. I'll wait. It definitely isn't a bank account. You, you, you get nothing from your checking account at all. Saving account is 0.001 on a savings account. Unless you go with a more high yielding account. And most of those are online. Like Ally Bank. Or unless you have a lot of money. And just starting out, you're not going to have a lot of money. So you tell me something that gives you 7% back on your money. Nothing. But if you invest, you put it into the stock market. You put it into the S&P 500. Let that money build for you. It's going to snowball. Because if you think about it, you put it in that. You get the capital gains from it. You get the dividends. You put a little bit back. I'm not even saying put a lot back. I'm saying you got to check. You spend $20, $25 easily getting gas or going here to get a bite of food, whatever. Put that back into an investment account. There's plenty of great ones out there. Got Robin Hood. That's my personal favorite. Charles Schwab. Vanguard. Fidelity. E-Trade. There's a bunch of them. You know? In order to create that, that generational wealth, you have to know the difference between liabilities and assets. And invest in the stock market and getting those stocks are an asset. You got to start now. Best time is to start right now. Even if it's 10 bucks. I told my friend the other day. He just started investing. I've gotten like a, like three or four different friends on investing and um, investing in the stock market. And I'm like, wow, man. Like, 
I invested in Starbucks and it was 50 bucks. Right now it's like $92. He put three shares in. Now you do that uh, 40 times three is 120. That's just investing in Starbucks about a year and a half ago. So so that's that's what I'm saying, guys. Like, just start. There's so many great companies out there. And naturally, like, when you start getting into it, you're going to get even more into it. You're going to be like, oh, wow. I can look at this company. I can look at their, their bottom line. I can look at their profit margin. You know, I can look at, you know, what, what, what's, what, what, what are they doing in order to grow? Will this company be big in the next five to ten years? Will this company still be valuable in the next five to ten years? You know, every stock starts from somewhere. You know, Netflix started at 787 in 2010. You know, Apple was small. Amazon was small. You know, Apple was a trillion dollar market cap. Google just hit that too. Amazon goes for almost $2,000 a stock. Imagine if you got in, like, when it was going for, like, $100 or 50 bucks. You'd be a millionaire right now, you know? So that's what I'm saying. That That's why I wanted to make this video. This particular episode. This is why. I want to be able to tell you guys the difference between a liability and an asset. And I think the easiest asset to get into is the stock market. So easy to do it. Robinhood has a great platform for you to do it. For you to start. You link your bank account. You put how much you want to do. You can do it twice a month. Once a month. Whatever works for you. And just start. And watch five, ten years from now, you're going to be like, wow, look what this asset did for me. You're not going to be looking back like, oh, I don't have any money. Oh, I need this. Oh, I got to ask this person for this. No. This is, this is how you do it. This is how the rich do it. This is how they start. They have the assets. They build the assets. They have multiple streams of income. This is how you do it. But the last one I want to mention of a great asset is real estate. Owning land. Having a house. Now, of course, we talked about earlier having a mortgage is a liability, which it can be. But if you have real estate, let's say you take out a loan, whatever, buy a $50,000 house. You get somebody to rent the house out, right? They're paying you rent. Let's say, yeah, we said the value of the house is 50000 Okay. Let's say you charge eight or nine hundred dollar rent for it. Let's just go. Let's go nine hundred. Within, if we do within a year's time, you would have. Hey guys, my math was a little off. You gotta forgive me. Definitely not a math major. But in those segments where I was talking about if you rented out the house, if you did 900 times is 12, you have 10,800. And if you did 500 times is 12, you would have 6,000. So forgive me for that in the episode. I'm thinking more, you know, bigger picture here.
in a year's time, you will have 108,000. Now, forgive me, you know, my example may be a little out there, but I just wanted, I wanted to be hypothetical in this, you know. Maybe like 50,000, maybe say $600. You know, whatever, 700, 500. Let's, let's say 500 for 50,000 house you charge. Whatever, 60,000. Loan's 50. Make that back in a year. In a year's time. Now, of course, it takes time. The house market isn't easy to get into. It is not. Have to know people, you know. Have to figure out, you know, what bank or who will be willing to loan you that money or get you in there in order to get the house or get an apartment. But you make the money back. That's when the house becomes an asset. It's making money for you. It's producing value for you. And then you can renovate. I mean, renovating, you know, like like the saying goes, you have to spend money in order to make money. Right? But when we say that, don't spend lavishly, you know? Spend in the right way. Spend it in order to create something more valuable down the line. That's the biggest thing. Create that value in a couple years from now. Whenever. Just create it. Real estate is a great way to do that. Now you may be thinking, oh, I don't have money. Okay, that's okay. A lot of people don't have the money. Just start it. You know? Even if you got to start a stock market, even if you have to start in the stock market in order to create that money, in order to put it and buy property. Whatever. You will always have that property until you sell the rights of it. Now, of course, there's paperwork and all that stuff. Yes, this is true. It can be a headache. Yes. But the overall picture of what I'm trying to say is gotta learn how to create assets in our world. How to create products. How to create services that create value. That's when things become assets. These great People we know right now that are just blown out the box. Jeff Bezos, Bill Gates, Elon Musk. That's what they did. They created products. To reiterate earlier, creating a business. They created products that created value for other people. And they became like an infinite asset. Infinite. We always want to go back. Amazon. Every year around the holidays, we want to go back. Tesla. You want that electric car. You want it. No matter how much it costs. You want to get it. Microsoft. Xbox. Next year, coming out with a new console. There's going to be plenty of people that want to get it. That's what they do. They create these assets that create value and just bring it back to them infinitely. So, that's what you got to do. That's what you got to do. And I'm working along that, along with you guys. You know, it's not easy for me. I'm still in school. You know, I know pretty much what I want to do. You know, so it takes time. But I've been doing this since I've graduated high school. And yeah, I wish I would have known what I'd known then. You know, started early, started a little bit early, but it's okay. I'm still young. I'm only 22. Still young, you know. 
And I don't know what to do when I start making more money, you know. But I'm starting, starting, starting at a good time, you know. And I'm going to keep putting money back. And I'm going to educate others. And that's why I create this podcast, you know. A little bit of it is about sports, but some of it is about education too. You know, I really want to touch and help people and, you know, help educate people on certain things. And how to create more value for them personally, you know. How to help them get there, you know, and then bring my life experiences into it, you know, become more relatable. You know, I've been through what you're going through, or I can understand, I can reflect on that, you know. That's why I tell you guys, like, never be afraid, just, you know, follow me, Twitter or Snapchat, whatever. Hit me up, you know. Everyone's going through something, you know, mental health, whatever it is, but want to see everybody, you know, get to where they want to be in life, you know, whatever I can do to help, you know, motivation, a message, whatever it is, I want everybody to to get to what they want to do and enjoy it, so, as always, guys, uh, thanks again for joining me today, I hope I made that clear about the liabilities and assets, I hope I explained it well. And, you know, differentiating it and what's the difference between the two and how you can create assets for yourself. And as always, guys, don't be afraid. Follow me on Twitter at NajeeWoke, N-A-J-E-H-W-I-L-K. Just follow me there. You can DM me any questions. Everyone will be a guest on the show. And if you want to personally message me, I do have a Snapchat. Uh, it's N-A-J-E-H-O-O-P-S. So never be afraid to hesitate to reach out to me about anything about the show or if you just need life advice um thank you guys again hope you guys have a great week and thanks for tuning in